welcome to the Lift Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lifts, and I created this podcast to help inspire you to uplift your life and uplift those around you. Join me while I discuss all things fitness, mindset, personal development, and spirituality. Along with interviewing everyday people who are doing great things, this podcast will give you the tips and tools that you need in order to make positive changes to your life and achieve your goals. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, so let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to Lift Yourself Podcast. I have been given a lot of thought lately to the podcast and how I want it to grow and expand and what I can do on my end to make it better. And it's really took me down a journey of trying to improve the quality of the audio and trying to improve or maybe relook at the branding of the podcast. I've toyed with the name of ch- the idea of changing the name and colours. So I'm just kind of in the stage of seeing whatever comes to me, feeling into what is right and natural and authentic. But if I want this podcast to grow and expand to a wide, a worldwide audience, well, it already is hitting worldwide. But what I mean is to scale it in the way that I see fit and my vision to be able to help inspire and support and just provide really useful content to people who need it. And also... I've been given a lot of thought around my why, like why I've been doing this podcast, why I've still been consistent with it and it comes down to more than just the number of downloads that you get on a podcast and because it takes so much work and effort to edit, to record, to find guests, to schedule a time for the guests, it's like a mini business almost and particularly when you're doing everything on your own and I think to just do that with the only why of being the the amount of downloads you get to grow you wouldn't last like you need to have your heart and soul into something like this in order for it to in order for you to persevere with it and to put your all into it and to be able to reach the audience and connect with them at that level and I think a lot of it is down to me producing content that my old self would have benefited from in saying that I've also there's been occasions where I've currently been going through things personally and I've re-listened to certain episodes that I've done and that episode has helped me so I guess it helps me to connect with these types of guests who've got this message and they've gone through certain stages of growth in their life and they've got this experience and they can share it with me in turn I can share it with you but also to give this or create this platform where the the old me two years ago three years ago could have come and found this podcast and been guided upon her journey and it would have potentially made her feel less alone and that things are possible and given her the tools and tips in the one place as opposed to me having to look here there and everywhere I don't know if that makes sense but I think I'm just connecting to being authentic and true to myself and making it a quality podcast that I know that it can be but at the same time still having fun because I don't want this podcast to be kind of solely serious. Like I want it to be 
natural as well and that's why I always talk about not liking too much structure when it comes to introductions like I like to free flow so it's kind of like having the right balance of education inspiring people having a positive message but also having a fun and, and laugh at the same time because life's too short isn't it to not have that like level of playfulness in your life so I guess yeah that's kind of where I've been at with giving thought to this so you might notice some changes and developments over the next few weeks I'm really excited though it is a fun project and it's something that I put a lot of positive and uplifting energy behind like I really enjoy doing these interviews I enjoy recording the affirmations video um, sorry the affirmations audio the reason I've said video is because I posted it onto my YouTube channel as well so I got a bit confused but doing all things like this and creating the meditations as well there are some um, some of the meditations are on my podcast so you can find them if you scroll through the episodes it just makes me feel like I'm stepping into my truth and it's stepping into my power and serving in the highest possible way that I can and making a difference to people's lives which means the world to me ultimately so this week I was joined by Kim Miller who is a spiritual business coach Kim has a really inspirational story and she is very much about being in alignment with the universe Kim shares her journey with us and she also discusses how she uses manifestation spiritual practices to have business growth financially but also from a soul level and to feel fulfilled in what it is that she's doing in her life we also talk about letting go of resistance which was a massive topic within this episode and I found it really useful because sometimes in life we if you are somebody who has high high aspirations or expectations of yourself or big goals big dreams you can often fall into a trap of the wanting more and more and more like pushing all of the time very masculine sense of energy of like do 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 and needing to know rashly in your mind what the next step is that you're going to take sometimes what happens there is if we do that too much we create this level of resistance and a barrier towards being able to receive like receive from other people receive messages from the universe or guidance from the universe and it can create a lot of frustration in our life and feeling like we're stuck and feeling like we're not where we want to be and these are all low vibrational emotions that result in us not making progress or taking the steps that we should be taking so the whole element of getting back into alignment is around you returning to yourself and connecting with your intuition so Kim shares how she does that and how it's had such a profound impact on her podcast on her business on her spiritual development and growth as I mentioned Kim does have a podcast and that is called the soul digger podcast so I'll leave the details of that in the show notes if you want to check it out I would definitely recommend giving it a listen if you enjoy this episode with Kim and yeah so this is just an all-round spiritual podcast if you love your spirituality if you love manifestation law of attraction feminine masculine energies this is the episode for you and we also dive into soul contracts as well so there's a little bit of everything Kim shares 
a lot of wisdom and knowledge that she has discovered during her own journey and it is a real real <laughs> it's a real inspirational podcast episode and I'm excited to share it with you all so I do hope you enjoy it and wherever you are in the world listening to this I want to say thank you so much for listening to my podcast it means the world to me I hope that you have a lovely day or evening and stick with me because this podcast is only going to get better trust me on that and thank you so much I hope that you enjoy this episode welcome Kim how are you Oh my goodness, I am so, so fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on your awesome podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. I think it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has, yeah. And I've been watching you on Instagram, growing, inspiring, evolving. And thank you for being a beacon of light to so many men and women out there because, yeah, the world really needs it right now. Oh, thank you. And I think it's it's difficult to be able to stand stand in your truth and do that during difficult times isn't it and I think it can be quite challenging but I think when you feel like you're in alignment and you're doing what you need to what you should be doing it just comes a lot more easier and natural oh my goodness alignment is everything (laughs) (laughs) okay so Kim what would be really helpful to start us off is if you could give the listeners a background to who you are and your your story or journey that has led you to where you currently are at this moment if that's okay mm-hmm. yeah well I'll try and condense it 37 years worth of <laughs> I do believe that our journey starts from the moment we probably before we get into the womb that our soul knows exactly the lessons that we need to learn but essentially you know my lessons began the moment I was born and I was brought up in a very loving family mum and dad worked really hard to give us everything me and my brother ever ever wanted but they were very very much in the system so they were working really hard trying to make more money and all I saw them be was tired and frustrated and never have enough time for themselves even though we had everything we could have ever wanted I just thought to myself like have I got to work that hard to struggle and not have any time for myself? And I kind of went down the pathway of just thinking, wow, there must be something more to life than this, but I just couldn't see it because I grew up in a small town called Stoke-on-Trent, a up duck, as we say. (laughs) I, I wasn't surrounded by entrepreneurs. I wasn't surrounded by six, seven figure business owners. Facebook was only coming out maybe eight or nine years ago when I started my kind of spiritual journey. And I followed the normal route of getting good grades, going to school, going to college, thinking, I don't know what the heck, what what do I want to do? I've got no idea. And I thought, I love sport. I'm a swimmer. I'll just go and study sport. Thinking that it would be fun when there's no sport involved at university. When you're studying sport science, it's all the science. (laughs) So I left university thinking, oh, God, I've got absolutely no idea, even more than I did before, what I wanted to do or be. I don't know if any of your listeners have ever felt that feeling that they know there's more, but they just don't know what it is because they can't see anyone around them living the life that they want. And I just felt really lost and unfulfilled. And by this time, I've been modeling for like five years since I was like 15. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to carry on modeling and doing promo work because it felt quite free and it was really fun. And in my 20s, I had a hoot. You know, I was traveling around the world for Speedo and I was, you know, John Lewis. 
But then I was also doing little promo jobs in shopping centers when it was freezing cold just to kind of make ends meet. And I thought, right, okay, so I don't want to work for anyone else. Okay, but then I'm working for myself and I'm still in this place of feeling stuck. If I don't work, I don't get paid. And this the hustle had to be there because if I didn't physically work, I would not get paid. Mm. So if you spoke to me about having a day off or alignment back then, I would have thought you were absolutely off your rocker. I thought, mm-hmm. no, I need to work really hard until I retire. Then I'll be able to live the life that I want. Yeah. So that was, that was like my hustle and the mess. And um, that my, my pathway wasn't easy, but I just knew there was this other world. I just couldn't quite get my hands on it for some reason. Like my soul was just craving this level of freedom. And I thought it was financial freedom, but actually it was the freedom to, to be me and to mm-hmm. find myself and to feel comfortable fully expressing who I was, which I had no idea because one day I'd be modeling for Speedo, the next minute I'd be modeling Bunyan supports and I would just be a person. And I was just lost behind this, this facade of external validation. Mm-hmm. Like imagine the whole of your life, like being validated from what you look like like I was just constantly in this mode of trying to prove and look good and have the money and have the car and have all of this and it left me absolutely on the floor at 28 years old but yeah it was like 28 years old which I had no idea at the time was when your Saturn returns and your life can just do a complete 360 and that's when the little voice in my head that was there for so long it was quiet it was like Kim, you know there's more than you know there's more, but I was getting lost in booze and clubbing and alcohol and boys and shopping and I was numbing it down and dulling it down until that feather became like a truck and mm. it was so heavy. I almost felt this like depression. And I honestly think depression is a is a lack of connection from your higher self. And I just thought, I I, I can't do this anymore. You know, I got out of my relationship. I just just wanted to transform my life. And then that's when my my Arbon business came into my life. And that's been the vehicle for me to like grow and transform and and the container for my for my for my growth. So you know, when you had that moment where it was the realization point of this isn't for me, did you have to have a period of discovering yourself or finding what it is that you wanted to do? Or did just did it just naturally appear in front of you? I, I never knew what I really wanted to do. And it's so clear now knowing what I know, the reason why that is, because I had to go through certain life lessons to get to this point where I am now, where I know what I'm here to do. And so if anyone listening feels a bit lost or unsure of what they want to do, that's completely fine. Like you don't need to have to know you want to be a nurse or a doctor or, or a vet. It's all the feeling like, I believe people choose a career path because they believe they'll feel a certain way doing it. And so I just focused on this feeling of how do I want to feel? I want to feel free. I want to feel like I'm making a difference. I want to feel like I'm becoming all that I can be. And I believe that is a massive driver for most humans is we want to fully fully rinse everything out of life and reach our full potential and not not ever waste an ounce of potential 
and that's what was really driving me but I didn't I didn't know that I wanted to do the business I have today it just was a vibrational match for what I needed at that time yeah and it was the journey that you had to follow and almost become ready for that business and prepare you in the process and one of the things that you said at the beginning which I did want to touch you on was around you think that we come here with a purpose and we have a a certain kind of the way I describe it is soul contract and I don't know whether you describe it in that same way so I wanted to get your view on what a soul contract is why you think that we have them and what they mean Mm, oh I love it yeah so I mean I've only really started expanding spiritually consciously knowing it was I was working on this stuff for the past five years or so so if you'd have told told me about soul contracts and that we choose our parents five years ago I would have gone oh my god she needs to go in a loony bin (laughs) um but yeah knowing what I know now I know that we choose our parents and we choose our path and that we can't make mistakes because it's all taking us to the growth of who we need to become And so there's been many things in my life when I've just gone, why is this happening to me? And then I've switched it and gone, ah, this is happening for me. You know, I chose my parents because they gave me this incredible foundation of love and this work ethic and this, this, this work ethic that they gave me then is the reason why I'm so passionate about having balance is because the contrast of what I don't want helps me to get clear on what I do want and if I didn't have that 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 contrast from my parents I I probably wouldn't be talking about what what I am now and so I'm a real massive fan of taking responsibility personal responsibility everyone who's listening to this call you are responsible for where you are right now whenever you blame or point your finger at anyone else there's always three pointing back at you And the moment you can take responsibility for your life is the moment that it will all shift. And we live in this like victim consciousness where people are walking around as victims, you know, oh, this has happened to me and this is why I feel like this. And oh, because of this, then I feel like this. And as soon as you, as soon as you do that, you lose your power. So, so I'm, I'm really an advocate for taking responsibility, even if it's 1% responsibility in that relationship that broke down what part did I play and so I feel that our soul contracts are it's our it's our our mess is our message like we're here to mess it up and to grow and get it wrong and get it right and we all have a unique purpose and I I think we've we've all got like a very similar purpose that we just want to evolve and help humanity and raise a consciousness but we speak about it differently through our unique voice through our unique story So I don't know if you felt like this, but when I was about to start my podcast a year ago, it was the scariest goddamn thing in my life. Yeah. It was the biggest thing that was blocking me. And I knew that if I didn't do the podcast, I would not fulfill my fullest potential. And so that biggest fear that I had of public speaking was actually the biggest gift to me. Um, And so it's important for everyone listening to understand that we might talk about similar things, manifesting, all of that stuff. Like there's nothing unique going on, but it's how we speak through our unique experience that makes it land differently. Yeah, definitely. When I 
before I started this podcast, I kept procrastinating and putting it off. And I actually had the idea of doing it a year before I started it, believe it or not. And I never, I kept it to myself. I never said anything to anyone. And then I just thought, you know what, what I've got to lose, I'm just going to give it a go and be consistent. And then with time, you build your confidence in doing it, don't you? And then you can you can see what the growth and the people that you can reach. And then you start to get more comfortable. But bringing it back to the soul contract bit, the way that you mentioned we pick our parents. Do you also believe that we pick the life partners that we have, the friendships that we make? Or do you think that that's part of the decisions we make on our life journey? I, I like to think that, yeah I've definitely got a tribe of women around me and I'm like we've done this before I definitely feel there's like soul tribes out there partners I believe that there's 8,000 soulmates for us all 8,000 yeah there was a study done at Harvard University like an astrologist did this study yeah and they have 8,000 soulmates so I don't believe there's like one person in the whole world for us I think we get to choose based on how we feel we need to grow and yeah. I'm not going to talk in detail about any relationships I've had but mm-hmm. every partner that I've had has made me grow and uh yeah I'm so grateful for every relationship that I've had because it's it's added so much to my life and it although maybe they they have ended like they've helped me to expand and, and grow so now I'm at a different level where I can then attract that next level um soulmate that I'm looking for yeah, I believe that to be true as well. I think people come into your life to help you grow and evolve. And that can be through like a good experience or it might be at the time a tough experience. But when you look back, you go or you think to yourself, well, I'm glad that I did I, I did that what happened because it's led me to where I am now. So I'm a big believer in that too. But that's the first time I've heard about the 8,000 soul, soulmates, potential soulmates. So wow, that just blew my mind. <laughs> Um, and and, and just to touch on what you said there about um you know even if it ends badly or you feel like it wasn't great on some level I chose that you chose that my soul knew what it was going into when it when I went into that relationship but the key is to just listen to yourself and not stay in something longer than you need to be so with with my last relationship like the the misalignment of it was was happening for quite some time and I just wasn't brave enough to listen to it and take action on it until it got so loud I just thought the pain of being in this is worse worse than not being in it um so just listening to that intuition it's it's always bang on and let's kind of turn it well twist it a little bit and bring that level of like a job or what a person does for a career and you could say potentially the same thing couldn't you if you feel like you're out of line with a relationship it could be the same with with something you do for work so trusting that niggle and feeling you get and thinking something's not right here and I need to you know I need to take action I need to change is going to help you in that in that direction but a lot of people do have that fear don't they of of making a change or listening to their intuition because they think well it's fear of the unknown so would you say it's the same not just relationships but for careers too oh a million trillion percent absolutely I mean as a model I thought it was brilliant right and then when I started to like awaken to my soul calling I was like I feel so empty right now. 
And so the, 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 the misalignment of being judged for what I look like and being in competition with other women was just, it was just like a hard no. And there was one moment where my agency sent a photo in of me from a photo shoot. And she said, the client isn't paying because she says you look fat. And they circled my body <laughs> eight times in red pen to pick out the parts of my body that were fat. And I was not fat. I was actually really quite fit then. Mm. And I didn't know now that was the universe just going, get out of this career. Yeah. You don't, you don't need that. And that's when I was a vibrational match to, to Arbonne. And to be honest, it was never something I thought I would ever do. Like I was never looking to do something like that. But again, people get so focused on the actual vehicle of what something looks like. And it's actually the feeling. Mm. So what I as when I started to kind of build my business was this is giving me that feeling of growth and expansion and um, helping people and this sense of freedom and hope and so I think a lot of people get stuck in but like how and 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 what am I going to do and instead of focusing on the how and the what focus on the why focus on the feeling and it's amazing what you can magnetize into your life now if you're listening to this and you wouldn't if, if you're listening to this and you're, you wouldn't currently do your job if you didn't get paid, you're probably in the wrong job. Like your working life takes up so much of your life and your hours and your precious time. If it does not set your soul on fire, what the heck are you doing? You know, you're listening to this podcast because there's something within you that knows there's more, but maybe you've just not been able to put your finger on it yet because you're trying to look at it as in I'm looking for this certain thing instead of just being open to the feeling. And so I want to encourage you guys to like, imagine how would it feel to do the ideal job that you, that you have, or is, is it a business? Is it a job? Have you got free time? Are you helping people? Like, how do you feel every day doing what you're doing? And then that will start the process of the universe supporting and guiding you. Yeah, completely. I love that. And also as well, what I wanted to ask you is if you do, do you believe if you continue to ignore the signs or the guidance that the the signs that the universe brings to you gets louder and louder? So it might start off as a little niggle, a little feeling. And then before you know it, you just completely can't ignore the situation because you've tried to hold on as much as you can and keep that control of things staying the same and ignoring how you feel and then the universe has kind of gone well here have this and see what you see what you do 100% yeah so I like to say it starts with like this little feather and then it becomes this like little knock and then it becomes this big truck that just comes and like floors you and knocks you completely over um I've definitely had that experience with money so I've, I'm a very generous, very abundant person. And I just tend to just give people money if they need it. Or I used to. And I've got myself in a lot of like, I've probably lost about a hundred thousand pounds just giving people money stupidly because I needed to learn the lesson of a healthy boundary. Mm. I gave money out of wanting to be loved and of having no boundaries and not knowing how to say no. So a lot of stuff that I'm really passionate about in living in a line life is having healthy boundaries and being able to just say no and feel good in that no. And I've definitely learned that lesson now, but I needed to lose all of that money so that when do you become a multi multi-millionaire, then I won't make all those silly mistakes. Mm. But I think a lot of people try to like manufacture their manifestation. 
so like they think they're, ma they're manifesting but they're just trying to control and like what do i need to do to make it happen if i aren't a part of the process it's not going to happen i hear it all the time in my business i hear it all the time with people that i know that they're trying to control the universe now if you imagine a woman gets pregnant and an embryo becomes a ba baby and it grows and it blossoms you have no control over that like you just feed yourself you go to sleep and you you are in full surrender and that is the magic of the universe and what happens when you are in that surrendered manifestation so i like to say that you you know you trust that it's already happened it's a vision it's your heartbeat our heartbeat and you're in the energy of that manifestation you come back to where you are now and then you surrender that the right actions and the right things will support you, but you have to be in the energy of the vision and trust the vision, hold the process, even when you don't think nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. And there's a lag time. There's a lag time where you've got to be up here, be in this beacon of light when you haven't got the money, you haven't got the validation. You have to just be like, I, this is where I'm going. And my vision is super strong. And the universe goes, okay yeah she's been she's got held the belief for, for for long enough let's now bring all the things that she needs to feel supported with and is that why it's important to hold on to that feeling and always remind yourself of how you want to feel it's always the feeling it's mm. never the thing yeah <laughs> the only reason we want to have a hundred thousand pounds in the bank because we feel we we think we will feel better in the having of it the same with my soulmate like i am not looking for him he's looking for he's coming to me i'm allowing him to flow through me and it's just trusting that he is on his way you know and it, it, it's why do i want that partner because i think i will feel a certain way being with him and so i cultivate that feeling and a lot of people that i meet don't think i'm single because i have this vibration of like i have this lover because he is here and mm -hmm. so then he's gonna get magnetized quicker because the vibration is already there why do you think so many people fall in sorry are you gonna add something then no you go for it <laughs> what i wanted to ask is why do you think so many people fall into that trap of wanting to control wanting to know the next outcome and and um, micromanage the universe and always want to be in that masculine energy of doing 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 is it from society and what we've been brought up to to think is what we need to be doing or is it is it something deeper than that it's the old paradigm and you know i really had to learn to unhook all of this and it's taken me to move to bali to be around all of this feminine energy and to really see evidence of people who are building the business how i want to build it for me to fully drop in and, and trust it so we came from this old paradigm of you know women's rights and like fighting for our freedom right and then we get it and then we want to prove that we're that we can beat the men and so fem the feminine is trying to operate in the masculine and it's important to have both this is the thing like we need feminine and masculine but it's then finding the middle and how i've come to terms with it is my masculine is working for my feminine so my masculine creates structure in my day in order for my feminine to flow. So I've not completely gone, oh, I'm just gonna surrender and give it up to the universe and just trust it's gonna happen. It's like, no, I've got this podcast call at 7, 8, 7 p.m. I need to make sure I'm on that. I've got the structure there. Yeah. So yeah. 
it's definitely this like feeling of security and safety in the doing but ultimately if you think about it if people think they need to do them themselves as if you think that you alone can create everything that you desire like doesn't need to be doesn't need to be hard guys it doesn't to go from that needing to do yourself is basically saying i don't trust the magic of the universe it's a subconscious fear that you don't believe in magic and that you do not believe that you're supported what would you say is a good place to i know you've touched on the feeling but to start to let go of that level of control and wanting to know the outcome how can people get into more of a feminine alignment and flow and that can be in particular depending on what they're wanting to manifest whether it's a new career a business a partner or a certain you know their health where what would your tips be Mm. yeah just to kind of start off I would say schedule some time in your day where you just don't have to do anything you put the phone away you're off social media and just 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 be and just think right what do I want to do maybe you want to paint or dance like I absolutely love dancing so just get into that space of giving yourself that that time to just flow and be and um yeah it's definitely having a great support system around me that also believes in that which has really helped me and now I often have like full days off without my phone and I mean for example right this is if this doesn't prove it I don't know what does so me and my friend went to the Gilly Islands, which is an island off of Bali last week. She was like, should we just go to the Gillies? I'm bored of Bali. Let's go. And I was like, okay, let's pack and let's, let's go. And, you know, I did a little bit of work, but, you know, I can do lots of it from my phone on the sun lounger, which is great. Um, but we were having fun swimming with the turtles, like just in this high vibe bliss frequency. We were on the social media, on Instagram, just like adding value and just talking. And then I get back home and I realize that like, I've had like five new customers in my business that I didn't know before. And they've just gone online, purchased products. And I've got this paycheck in my bank account ready to drop in. Like the biggest paycheck I've, I've ever had from having customers for a week. I was like, I don't even know who these people are, but this is cool. <laughs> I honestly believe it's because I fully now, not only know, but I embody. This is the thing that people miss is you can read all the law of attraction books. You can go to all the workshops. You can know all of this, but if you're vibrationally not embodying it and knowing it to your core, it won't happen. And so my, that was a sign for me that my system actually, and my cells are really resonant with the flow of abundance and that I need to, I don't need to do anything to make anything happen. If it's already done, okay, let's imagine what you want is already done. It's already in the bank account. The love is already there. All you have to do is allow it to come to you. So how you allow it is you stop pushing. Yes, you take aligned action, but you're not operating from this place of lack and a gap being there. Like, oh my God, I need to get this because it's not going to happen unless I do it. And allowing and receiving so it's it's all, it just yeah so just imagine it's already done in front of you but there's a bit of a smoke screen you just have to kind of allow and that could take a day four days four months six months because if we all manifested everything that we wanted all at once we'd have to demanifest and we'd have like grandkids kids multi-million pounds <laughs> all in the space of a day it's like no 
there's a time there's a time and place for everything mm. so it, it's holding the energy of the vision it's trusting it's allowing and it's changing your language as well you know if you're saying to yourself i need to make this happen like why is it not happening yet if you knew it was done you wouldn't say why is it not here yet you'd say i'm in full trust it's on its way it's on its way on its way one of the things i've found as well is when you take a step back and you're more in stillness i like to call it that's when my more creative ideas come to me and I, I, i start to feel like i'm receiving signs and guidance instead of having filling my day with back to back things that I need to get done to feel productive. And I almost was tying my level of self-worth to how productive I was. And then by taking a step back and having that feminine flow, what's happening now is I'm getting guidance intuitively or things are just coming to me similar to yourself, like opportunities that I might've not thought, well, I didn't even think that was on my radar. And then it just shows that when you do focus and return to the feeling and reminding yourself of your intention and where you want to go, it will, it will come to you. But like you say, taking the aligned action, not just not doing anything at all. And I think it's just having that right balance. I love what you said there. And I loved how you talked about like following the intuition that that's, that's flowing to you. And I had the same question the other day and I was like okay but okay but there must be some action and like like what's that what's the actual how yeah and of course there's action but it's trusting that the aligned action will come to you like yes have some kind of like structure in place but ultimately allow the universe to guide you and bring people into your life and you know my business eight years ago looks very different to what it is now like I used to be working like 10 hours a day like messaging tons of people this like energy of just like franticness and now I wake up and I say thank you universe for guiding me and connecting me to the souls of the women who really want to feel empowered and expand in abundance and impacts and prosperity and I'm so grateful that you have connected me with them today and then I go throughout my day and I show up and then the right people come to me and it just feels really good wow And I think it is, it comes down to trust and surrender and just being in a place of knowing it's there. And another thing that you mentioned was if you already know in your mind that there is a version of you out there that exists who has the things that you want, you wouldn't always be thinking like, oh, when's it showing up and checking your, you know, checking your watch and thinking, you know, time's ticking by here. I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any younger. And that can be all the resistance and all the, um, as you say, the negative self-talk, which will just manifest in itself or almost like contradict what you're trying to attract. So I think it is even more important, isn't it, to not have that constant level of checking up and when is it coming why is it not coming why is it not here because there is there is a version of you and all you need to do is tap into the energetic frequency and it will draw the experience closer to you I love that I love that so much yeah and another key thing as well is like staying in that frequency of who it is that you need that that you are like Mm -hmm. who is that version of yourself that is and again, another example. So um, in November, it was lockdown. Me and my friend Gina just got back from Ibiza. I was in an Airbnb for two weeks in lockdown. Absolutely, you know, not loving life. And I was like, right, multimillionaire Kim, 
where is she living? What is she wearing? What is she doing? Who is she with? And I just saw myself in Bali wearing all of these high-end luxury, eco-friendly brands, building my business, helping women like, like six figures a year, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and then Boris announced the second lockdown and me and Gina were like, let's, let, let's get out. Let's go to Bali. And I was like, let's go to Bali. So we had three days to sort of visas out, flights out. I had a storage unit in Liverpool because I've been in Liverpool for like six years at that point. And all of those possessions that once made me feel validated, I didn't want them. I gave it all away. 90% of my life, I gave all away. I said, who wants all the stuff? I don't even need it. I don't even want it. Because that is true freedom. Yeah. And it's been pre- There's real joy in detachment. So freedom isn't just financial, it's in in being unattached to things, right? And then all of a sudden, seven days later, we're in Bali in this incredible villa. I'm doing a photo shoot for one of my favorite brands, Warriors of the Divine, in Fluke the Label, which is another incredible brand, wearing the Nanda Soul jewelry. And I was like, holy heck, if I hadn't have held that vision and that vibration, it wouldn't have happened. And so what you want to think about is being that person who already has that and then actually when that thing comes you don't even notice it Hmm. so within my business for example there's another level that I want to get to but I already feel like I've been there for years so when I actually get the validation and the title it will not feel any different yeah you'll just be like wow how's this happened it just feels natural and it's just kind of come about but how if people are going through it a difficult time or a difficult they're having a tough day how can they still always remain in that feeling space of their future so what I'm trying to say is if you know you know what you want and where you want to go but then you might be feeling a bit low or you might be having a a tough day or a tough time what tips would you suggest to people in terms of returning back to that feel-good emotion of their future to keep them on course and in alignment Mm. yeah it's a really good question I think it's really important to not kind of spiritually bypass feelings and just stick plasters over them I think it's really important to move emotion through the body so like in order to heal you have to feel so if you're feeling any kind of like anger or depression like feel it and 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 be with it and and maybe dance with that emotion and then it just starts to kind of shift And I think it's seen every emotion from a place of love and acceptance because you can't fix a problem with a problem because it then just perpetuates and you tell people that you're depressed and they, they tell you, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then you, they tell someone else. And then before you know it, you're on some tablets from the doctors. Yeah. You know, if you saw it from a place of love and go, Oh, okay, listen, I fully accept this feeling. I love and accept myself, but I'm committed to feeling good and gets that next feeling um, on the on the vibrational scale. Anyone can Google the vibrational scale. It's a really good tool to have. So if you're feeling, say, depressed, the next, the next feeling that's better could be anger. So maybe you could start getting angry and like punch pillows and be like annoyed. And then the next feeling up could be like judgment. So maybe you just like getting all the judgment out. And then, you know, then you're starting to feel um, comparison. And then you're starting to feel... Um, you know the reality and then happiness and before you know it you're on the the joy scale yeah 
Yeah. And then you can look at things from a different perspective when you have them them higher vibration emotions, because then you can see, well, I'm feeling like this today, but I know that it's just a feeling it's not going to last. And I can choose a different thought to help me in terms of, as you say, returning back to that feeling of the future and what you're going to create. I love that. Exactly. And also like it's an indication. So I want you to think about if you ever feel low, it's like, going, okay, so what's not what's not aligned in my life? what needs to go or what boundary needs to be made because something is making you feel a certain way. It could be your job. It could be your partner. And so it's a time to go in and go, this doesn't, if my number one priority is feeling good and I don't feel good, I'm not aligned. What's making me not aligned. And it's identifying that. And I think there's so much social norms of feeling stress and anxiety and worries day in, day out, that it just becomes like, this is just how life has to be. But really what you're saying is, if you are feeling like that, that there is something that you can do to change by making a different decision. And maybe it is something isn't in alignment with you and you don't have to live your life where you feel like that for the rest of your, for the rest of your time here on earth. And this is, again, the whole victim consciousness thing is, yeah. is just, do, do, do you want to be a victim of your circumstances or do you want to take control? So how you move from the victim triangle to feeling empowered is changing your story and just saying, oh my God, I'm so grateful for this contrast of what I don't want because it's shown me what I do want. Yeah. And there's been times where I have had a dark night of the soul, right? In the space of a year, I lost like, multiple five figures in a in a bad investment I lost my driving license and I lost my mum suddenly I had a phone call I was on a modeling job said my mum had just died like mm. on the on the bathroom floor and all those three things happened in the very short space of time and I let myself feel the emotions I let myself be on the floor I let the emotion move through me because if I would have just covered it up, it would have manifested into something yeah. else because I sat with the emotion and I felt it and I took the lessons and I started to then find the gratitude. And then, then just um, everything was happening for me. And I can remember just feeling so stuck in this energy of blame, blaming other people. If they didn't do that, I wouldn't have done that. And then I just took responsibility and I think so many people are walking around blaming outside circumstances for how they feel. And as soon as you take responsibility and go, I'm, I, am the, I am the master of my ship. And I'm so passionate about this because only you can control your vibration. And so if you're feeling any misalignment or negativity, it's you're, you're letting everyone else have the control over your vibration. And so it's saying, I am the master of my ship. I choose to take control. And this is how I want to feel. I'm going to block that out. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to follow what I love and I'm going to choose my alignment every single day. Yeah. And it's really important. It's, it's self, self-worth and self-love is a whole other topic, but that's a big factor of it as well. Completely. Yeah. And, and touching on the, the boundaries as well. How did you build your inner confidence to put in boundaries and, and say, and learn to say no to people without having that always wanting to please Wow. 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 It's been a big one for me. I've done quite a few podcasts on this because it's quite a lot, a lot to unpack, but essentially I found it hard to say no because I didn't fully know who I was, what I valued and what I wanted from life. And I didn't identify my priorities in my life. And as soon as you can identify your priorities based on what you want and where you're going, 
then it's easy to create boundaries. And I've actually got this like little five day line and shine course, which anyone can just go and go and grab. Um, and it really breaks this down because that, that's, that was the biggest thing for me is like, how do I say no? How do I create boundaries? And it's knowing that boundaries are sexy. Mm-hmm. If someone says, you know, I'm not available. I'm like, oh, you are someone that respects themselves. If someone says to me, yeah, I'm free whenever. I'm like, oh, they mustn't have like any boundaries whatsoever. Um, so understanding boundaries are sexy. <clears throat> and there's also a way to say it as well. So it's not going, um, no, I can't make that saying oh, do you know what like I would absolutely love to potentially do that in the future but there's something else that I'm committed to that's that's a bigger priority at the moment yeah. is that okay with you and it's just knowing that like they aren't going to pay your bills mm-hmm. the only person you need to really be happy with is yourself ultimately yeah and it's protecting your energy of who you're allowing in to your life oh, at that point <laughs> massive massive huge very protective over who I hang around with for sure it's it's really massive and when I was making the transition from like my old party days yeah I, I party girl started my album business and then there was this like misjoint between health and wellness and, and beauty and then party scene and I had to really take a good look at myself and go you know oh, is this environment serving me and I then had to create new connections and new environments and, and be okay with that. And just trust that if they were real friends, that they'd honor that and spur me on and, and want the best for me, you know? It was just matching your identity to what you wanted to attract and who you wanted to become. And then it's, I guess it's coming that back to self-awareness around recognizing what you can do, what you can do yourself to change your situation instead of like, blaming other people and the situation at, the, at that moment in time the other bit that I suppose I wanted to touch on and I know um you've mentioned about starting your business and and the growth of it but I would just like to find out a little bit more really as to how it's grown and what you've created and what your plans are in the future with it wow thank you um so yeah when I first started my business I was attracted to it because you know, there was like a car bonus and there was money, like more money than I could ever imagine that I could ever earn and the status and all of that. And that was what attracted me to it. And so I was still running my business from this place of external validation and ego, right? And so I was hustling and like proving I was having four hours sleep and being really proud that I was driving up and down the country to make this work. And then it got to the point where I had the car, I had the money, I had the status and I was knackered. And I was like, wow, I mean, do I even want all of this? Is it worth like having all of this stuff for this hassle? And then probably about a year later, that's when I had that dark night of the soul with my mum and the car and everything. And it really took me on this spiritual journey of understanding energy and vibration and how I want to show up in the world. And it really helped to solidify this purpose, this deeper purpose and this deeper calling with what I do, because it's okay starting something, but in order for you to carry on doing it, like your podcast, you've got to have this driver behind, oh my God, why am I doing this? What's the bigger mission for it? Who am I serving with it? So like, I'll be completely honest, you know, I've been on this journey of um, spiritual expansion and spiritual growth and, and having to kind of find my place within the company, maybe being someone who's maybe more out of the spiritual closet than most people in the company. Yeah. So I have been on this quest to really find my place within the business because 
I want to talk about vibration and astrology and moon cycles and human design and how to build your business from that space. So it's funny that you asked me this because it's only today that I've, I've um, just had all these downloads from the universe on how to build my business with, with all of the things that I love, because if I'm aligned with what I'm sharing and how I'm operating, it's going to flourish. Mm-hmm. And so I don't believe I've reached the, the success level in my business that I, that I potentially could be at because I've still been operating from the paradigm of how things used to be done. And so now I'm on this mission to create this new wave of entrepreneurship, this, this conscious, energetic blueprint entrepreneurship where it is easy, it is effortless, and people are using magnet, uh, marketing in a magnetizing way based on their human design. And it's just going to be a whole different way that I'm going to be running my album business and everything around it. But then also I've got this passion for, for coaching and courses, so I'm one-on-one coaching at the moment as well and I'm also creating a a group coaching program that's going to be launched in the next few weeks so it's just all about vibration and alignment and helping people and the vehicle of of, of Arbonne fits into that so does the coaching so does the one-to-one so ultimately like I said it's like what is the purpose it's to create a global community of high vibe people who are living the fullest expression of themselves and when you have people who are living in alignment and they have the time, the money, the heart to give back to the world, that's what makes the, the world a better place. So all of those things fit into that. And that's kind of been my journey within the business, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it all comes back to feeling good. It all comes back to you stepping up and serving in your purpose and what you know your mission here is and what fulfills you and then feeling good within the process as opposed to feeling like tired um unfulfilled and thinking of almost like a bit of resentment I'm doing all this and is it worth it whereas what you're saying is you've learned that there is another way that you can attract abundance you can help people and you can live a fulfilled life doing it in the proof in the with a feminine flow with feminine energy yeah and, and this is the thing just another thing is I didn't, I didn't have confidence in what I knew, the vibration of what I knew on how easy it can be, because there was no real evidence of anyone else running it that way. Yeah. And so it's only been since I have just, I'm, the, the, again, the noise is so loud, like I have to do it this way. I'm ready to choose this and own it is when things will start to shift. So it's really coming back to mastering yourself. When you are operating from your human design and you're operating from who you are as a person that's when life gets freaking easy and so fun but most people don't know who they are they don't know how to know who they are because they're stuck behind a job or they're following a system and so I'm just a real massive advocate for like self-discovery and doing it how you want to do it whatever that is Yeah, and people are trapped, aren't they, in the system of this is how it should be, and all it leaves you feeling is like a void, like something isn't right here, and until you listen to that, you're always going to have them feelings, and there'll always be the fear, so whether you stay in that situation for the rest of your life, you can fear that, or if you make a change and you leap into something else, there's going to be a fear there but if you it's kind of it comes back to taking that self-responsibility and making a choice because 
you can't just like stay stay stuck and nothing and expect things to change so I think again I know you touched on it before about like you said the self-worth and the self-love comes into play there as well and that's why it's important to have them that understanding and it all ties together really doesn't it self-worth self-love self self-awareness self-acceptance and then not fearing the judgment of other people taking action and yeah so it just all connects mm. Yeah, and just one last thing I'll, I'll leave your listeners with is what's the cost of you not living in alignment with your truth? What is it costing you? Mm. And just really, sit, I'm just getting like truth bumps. And it, it, that's usually when it's like, yes, spirit's like, yes, hallelujah. Like, what is it costing you not following your dreams, not being yourself, not living in alignment? And are you willing to live with that cost for the rest of your life and get into the end of your life with regrets? Because the one regret of the dying is they wish they never listened to other people's opinions and they lived their life how they wanted to. 100%. That is one of my biggest drivers as well, Kim, is getting to a certain age. Well, we never really know what age we're going to get to in life. We're getting to a certain point and then looking back and thinking, I really regret that I didn't do that. And for me to answer your question from my point, I would be thinking if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to serve people in a way that I know that I can and fulfill my purpose in, in what um, is right for me and what I'm meant to be doing. But I love that question and I hope that people do really take some time to think about that and journal it or just sit with their thoughts and hopefully it will help them in terms of what step they should be taking uh well kim thank you so much i've loved every minute of this podcast oh my god you are amazing thank you so much for being a beacon of light i'm excited for the day when we can potentially meet in person but keep shining your light keep being the radiant goddess that you are and light workers starseed we're probably from the same star system somewhere <laughs> maybe um, yeah keep working that you do and yeah if anyone wants to come and follow me it's the soul digger podcast i've also got an instagram kim Mello underscore um also my website kim if you want to take a look at the five day line and shine challenge and sign up to my newsletters for all the exciting things that are about to come <laughs> in uh. your inbox I'm excited, Kim. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you so much for your kind words.